Thanks for listening. This podcast is a ministry of Mariner's Church and everything we do to serve you, our communities, and our global family happens because of your generosity. Your financial support in the month of December is vital as we prepare for the next year of ministry. Everything you give equips us to reach our world with the hope of Jesus and serve those around us in his name. To give now and partner with us, visit marinerschurch.org give or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for your generosity and God bless you. Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome leaders to week three of God with us. This is our teaching series during the Christmas season. Can't believe it. We're here at week three, which of course means next week because four falls three is week four. And that is our big uh, Christmas at Mariners services. We cannot wait to celebrate Christmas with you and all those that you're praying for. are going to be inviting in uh, to celebrate the hope of Jesus here uh, Christmas at Mariners. Esther, good to have you. It's hey. a woman's pastor with us. Yeah. Yeah. Four is after three. I think that's how we're off to a great start. We are. You know, if we get nothing else right, at least we got that far. That's right. right. We can count. Yeah. Uh, hey, Christmas, is that a big deal in, in your household? Are you guys uh, looking forward to it? We are. We're having some friends over this uh, this Sunday at our house, and David's making prime rib, and oh, we're going to be doing stuff with family, so we're excited. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we've got... My parents coming down, and so it's awesome. always a fun time of year. Lots yeah. of things going on. And yeah. We had our party today, our discipleship team yeah. party. We That's did a little right. white elephant gift exchange. I don't remember what you wound up with. What did you walk? Star- you skip- yeah, I, I, I took you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Help us settle a dispute here. So you bought a Starbucks gift. I did to put into the the gift pile. That's right. And you walked out with the gift that you brought. That's right, because they told us. I think it's a party foul. Bring. Uh, they said bring a <laughs> gift that you would want to have. You know, yeah. you would love to have it yourself. So yeah, yeah. that's exactly Kinda what I did. The whole element of gift giving. You know, <laughs> lost it was more like gift taking, but yeah. yeah. I don't even remember what I got. I wanted that Stormer's card for our teenage daughter more than anything else. Oh, no. So, oh, no. The dream crusher. Oh, no. Crusher. All right. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, hey, this is a great lead-in question. We'll get yeah. into this. It kind of ties in. Uh, before we look at the yeah. questions, though, um, just a couple of things. Yeah. First, uh, at Irvine, we've got Doug Fields teaching and then all of our congregations. We have live teachers, so which cool. is awesome. We love that. And so the questions that we're going to read through that are in your guide, um, they might be a little bit different than um, the, the particulars of the message that you're going to hear at your congregation, still rooted in the shared passage of Romans 5. Um, and so this is a great weekend, right? To, to have the questions in advance, sit in and, and hear uh, your your live teacher, take notes yeah. of what they're saying, what they're highlighting, and bring that into your group discussion. Because uh, it might be a little bit different from what you see when, when we have one of these weeks. And then also, this is our last set of questions for the year. And yeah. it's our last podcast. I've completed a podcast at least for the year. Because uh, next week is, of course, our Christmas services. And so we won't have questions for that as we would anticipate many, if not all of your groups are probably not meeting that week of Christmas. And so we'll jump back uh, in with you the new year. And the first one 
you should hear is going to be a series overview with Eric Geiger yeah. for our On the Table That's right. series in January. Talk Can't about wait. starting the year strong. Oh, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> so, I don't want to give away too much of it now, but it's going to be so, yeah. uh, so good. So we'll um, come back with that in January. So for now, we're going to wrap up right. with God is within us. We've looked at God yeah. before us, God with us, and now... Uh, God with, with within us. Actually, it was God before us, God for us, mm-hmm. and now God within us. All right, here's the lean in. Share about a time when your expectations were different from reality. Yeah. So I went to a, a team party, a gift exchange, and I was hoping to get a Starbucks car. <laughs> but it was stolen from underneath me. Oh, no. <laughs> JK. Um, what about you? Uh, anything come to mind for you? Expectations honestly, not being reality? I first thought of the first thing I thought of was marriage. Like, oh, hey. harder than I thought, Let's but just also so much greater than I could have ever imagined. Totally. You know, both and. So, totally. so um, yeah. Or yeah. maybe even like the holidays sometimes, right. right? We have certain expectations of of traditions. And so I, I am finding with like our families blending and creating our own traditions and stuff, like I do brace myself a bit of right. like, okay, here's my expectations and I'm excited, but also... Uh, help me to be okay with the reality of right. maybe some sticky relationships sure. or Yeah, like and that. that's just life, adjusting to yeah. the reality when it doesn't meet our expectations. Yeah. I think the reason that question is positioned is because the passage we're going to look at about Romans 5, 1 through 5, um, the cadence to suffering and hope. And, yeah. um, you know, for some, you may think, okay, if I have Jesus with me, the he's within me, this Holy Spirit is within me, who's conquered all things, the yeah. death and grave and sin and eternal hope, then then everything should be good. I should have a full life of abundance. Yeah. And there should should be no suffering. Well we know that's not the case, right? We know that's yeah. not the case. And Jesus tells us that and we read that throughout every book of the Bible that people encounter suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us as Jesus followers, it's like aligning ourselves with that with that expectation, but also aligning ourselves with the hope beyond beyond. Yeah. So I think I think so that's good. the reason why that question is here. Yeah. Which would make sense as we carry on through. Uh, I'm going to read Romans 5 now, 1 through 5. Uh, a couple of questions here that we'll interact with. One is, how does a passage describe the relationship between suffering and hope? So what do you learn about suffering and hope from the passage? And then secondly, uh, what roles do we see God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity playing in the passage? What do you learn about the Trinity from this passage? What roles do they have to have to play? All right, I'm going to read this, and then Esther will interact with it together. It says this. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character and proven character produces hope. And this hope will not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. All right, Esther, I ask you to interact. What do you learn about the relationship between suffering and hope? And then what do you see about the interplay between the Trinity uh, and this passage? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so encouraged of the Trinity's involvement in our lives. Yeah. In the midst of suffering and hope and how suffering and hope, they go hand in hand, you know, and... I love that through this passage, we see that suffering really functions as like God uses suffering as a a trainer, a teacher, Mm. a coach, Mm -hmm. and ironically, even as a friend um, 
to to shape us and to mold us more like Jesus. Yeah. And so I'm just really thankful for God's intentional involvement that he's not absent or deistic, like far away. Yeah, that's good. But God's super involved right. in um, in the midst of, yeah, suffering and hope. Yeah. Um, JT, how about you? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I love what it what the through line points to. It's a hope that will not disappoint us. Yes. So if you kind of like start with the end in mind, that's something that we all want. I want to wow. hope that will not disappoint because yeah. I know what a what a false hope looks like. I know what it looks like to have my hopes not realized. Yeah. Like I want to hope that won't disappoint me. Wow. I'll be down. It's so great. So how does that happen? Well, it happens through boasting in our afflictions. It happens yeah. uh, in enduring through suffering. It happens through perseverance where our character is changed. And and so I, I want the result, but I often don't want the <laughs> yeah. the, the trajectory, the way to way yeah, the way yeah. to get there. So what do I learn about them as well? It's actually uh, impossible to have a real substantial hope without encountering wow. suffering. Wow. Um, and so I, I want that for yeah. my life. And so is my prayer, I want suffering? Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't pray that for myself yeah. or for others, but I would certainly pray through it. Yes. Um, God, refine me in yeah. so that so that I can have a hope that doesn't disappoint. Wow. So there's, there's a clear connection there. And then what roles do we see? God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Well, it's all in the passage here. We have peace with God. So that's what we are ultimately after that we can't get by ourselves. And so how is peace with God achieved? It says it through our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's peace with God through Christ. And then what is the role of the Holy Spirit in that? Well, you could say the Holy Spirit is the one that makes that that peace and that hope like evident, yeah. experiential, yes. that we can know it. Like so the love of God is poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit so that we can cry out, Abba, Father, right? It's like the Holy Spirit reminds us of everything that Jesus taught us, reminds us who we are, encourages us, comforts us, convicts us. It's that experiential reality of God's love and peace in our life that the yeah. Holy Spirit makes known. So, That's so great. Yeah. You know, something that I'm thinking about right now is like, I wonder if life groups like sat around and said, hey, is are you, what is the difference between wishing and hoping? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we were yeah. to really be introspective with our trust in Jesus, with our, um, yeah, in the midst of suffering, are we wishing that he's going to show up? Yeah, or are good. we confident in our hope that um, that he is present, that he is near? That that's he, great. You know, so. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. You're writing questions right on the spot. I mean, that could be a really good lookout question. Mm-hmm. Knowing now what we've talked about with hope, how is hope different than, wi- than wishing? How do you see hope defined in the world around us? Yeah. What do we learn about hope as Jesus followers that's different than the hope yeah. that others others might have? I mean, yeah. those are really great lookout questions that you could add add in here. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, I think we, we should use those. Those are great questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can skip it. Skip straight in here to the look-in section yeah. then. So there's some questions that are written about the lookout, but I love that, Esther, mm-hmm. about talk, have a discussion about the difference between wishful thinking and hope, yeah. with hope, the world hopes, the way that we should hope as Jesus followers. That's a good lookout question. Yeah. And then we get into the the look at. There's a few different questions here. Where in your life do you see the chain reaction of affliction producing uh, endurance, Jeez. producing character, producing producing hope? Um, what affliction is God who is within you inviting you to boast in? Wow. That's a crazy part of that passage, right? Jeez. Boast in because of the hope that it has or will produce. Um, so a couple of different questions there. How might you answer those, Esther, or encourage other people to to lead their groups through those questions? Yeah, I mean, I think 
I think about my life and how, you know, anybody can grow yeah. and you grow simply by, in a sense, by being alive. But um, I think as Jesus followers, we're called to mature. And I Good. think that how we steward suffering um, and how it produces endurance, character, and hope um, leads to greater maturity in Christ-likeness. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think how we, our perspective and our submission to Christ in the midst of suffering really reveals whether we're maturing and becoming more like Yeah, that's this. great. So maybe there are some people in your life group, I mean, holidays are rough, and you know, mm -hmm. like some can be really rough, yeah. like, you know, trauma or, uh, you know, it didn't end up being what you thought it would be or somebody makes a comment, you know, sometimes as small as like about your weight or right. your job or, um, and in the midst of that, it's like, okay. Well, you look tired. Has it been a rough, ah! you know, that, <laughs> I, yes. eliminate that phrase. Oh you know? my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it never comes off caring. Oh man. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And so like when you're triggered or offended right. and defensive, how can I submit to God in the midst of this and from a place of maturity where it's like, okay, God, how are you building my endurance and character? Right. Yeah. You know, it's really good. What an opportunity to, to look to God in yeah. response and not reaction to right. someone's comment, which right. could totally like ruin a whole day. Yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. Totally. Or when they steal your Starbucks card. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, surrender. Submit it to the Lord. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, it's really good. This second question to look in one, I think it's a great question. What affliction is God who is within you inviting you to boast in because wow. of the hope it has or will produce? I think there is there is a word there on the difference between um, boasting in your affliction and like formulating an identity uh, uh, around um, it. Something that we've been talking oh, a little good. bit about as we're yeah. prepping for some other that's right. teaching series with, with our team of, um, you know, kind of this phrased of, my lived experience and my 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 truth. While there's some there's some good sides to that, if we want to, um, for sure, be empathetic to what people experience. Yeah, lives. yeah. But there is that difference between okay, I, I form a, a complete identity yeah. around this pain that I have. Right. It affects the way that I see myself, others, and ultimately the way that I see the way that I see God. And so the the boasting of the affliction. That's good. It's different, right? It's not boasting the affliction because it's like, this is this horrific thing that I went through and it's formulated everything about who I am. Like not victimhood. A little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's boasting in the affliction because because yeah. it produces a hope that won't disappoint. Yeah. That affliction leads us to healing, which is yeah. a way found in Christ. So I yeah. boast to it because it leads me to healing in Christ. That's, That's so why I good. boast to it. I think there's a principle in there for us so as, as life group leaders. Like we want to hear really, really well the pains and the struggles and be empathetic. Yeah. And man, reflective listening. Yeah. All, and all of that. Um, it, and at the same time, pointing towards the hope of the gospel. Yeah. Jesus said, heals, heals all wins. So good. So, yeah. And I love that the um, the rhythm reminder is to share your story. Yeah, that's right. And I'm actually really tempted during holidays to bring my best, right? Like, yeah. hey, if so, if I'm seeing a, a relative or a friend, like, hey, how's life? I want to share with them the highlights, right? Of like, this is, I got a promotion or whatever. Yeah. But I wonder what it would look like if we showed up vulnerable. Like our life group actually met last week mm -hmm. and we kind of all went around and we were sharing about, hey, there's some financial strain here. There's mm -hmm. some desires for growing a family here. There yeah. is... 
um, you know, the last few weeks of pregnancy that's struggling here, like me, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it, it was actually really beautiful that in this season, like we could be raw and honest about the suffering yeah. and the pain, but also to lean into, hey, but this is how we're going to trust in the Lord. That's right. And so um, I wonder if we don't have to package Christmas, yeah. like as a, especially as a life group, like right. with each other, it's really a safe space to, um, yeah, be like, hey, here at I'm boasting in my suffering and my right. afflictions, but again, here's the hope. That's really I'm into Jesus, you know? That's so awesome. I hope we can, you, even you as life group leaders, whatever you're going through, you can take off the pressure to perform or to make it the the best yeah. last life group 2023 gathering. Like take that off and let totally. God's presence invade your gathering in the midst of sharing the suffering and the joys. Right? That's really yeah. awesome. Esther, great insight. Thank you so much. And I love that you're you're talking through through the lens of your own life group. Yeah. Oh, you're engaging in the leading man. Yeah. It's the same for us. I don't lead it. Isn't yeah, it? I awesome. don't. Yeah. yeah. And our life group leaders are amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, great, you guys. Well, we're so glad that you joined us for this last one. That sounds crazy to say of 2023. Yeah. Are you kidding me? 2024. I mean, flying cars got to be there, right? It's, it's got to be there. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Okay, last one, Esther. Favorite Christmas song? Oh, my gosh. Ooh, I immediately saw Michael Bublé's album in my head. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> I guess so. Mariah Carey or Michael Bublé. Fantastic. Yeah, how about you? Uh, the classics. I mean, Hark the Herald Angels. Like, if you read the oh, the on. depth of those lyrics. There's so much more Wally than you. Yeah. Well, that. And then I got some other maybe not so holy ones. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about not holy, but most recent um, in our car was Taylor Swift's Christmas Tree Farm. I mean, she she's Christmas? Ever, I didn't know that. She's I everywhere. didn't need that in my life. Oh, gosh. But here we are. Here so, we are. Talk about afflictions that I do, <laughs> do not boast of. All right. We're getting off script now. Thank you, guys. We love you guys. Love we'll you see guys. you at Christmas services. Have a great Christmas, and we'll see you in the new year.